0: Network. All right, good morning and welcome to the live exchange We, where we share compelling dialogue around love, politics, and intellect every Thursday from 11 to 1. I'm Dr. Pamela and today's topic is so hot and juicy, I can't wait to get into it. I love talking about love. Today, we're talking postmodern love and postmodern dating. And what the heck is that? Well, I will make sure you all understand what it is. Why can't we seem to get this right, ladies and gentlemen? My research tells me that in my age bracket, ages 37 to 49, we are carrying so much more baggage than couples did in years past. We're not dating and married to the same kind of people we dated and married in our early 20s. We're now marrying people who've been married, have grown kids, have custody battles, regret their careers, they're displaced where, they're where they are in life, and all this baggage has burned. An entire generation of bitterness. Bitter people dating bitter people. (laughs) So today's guest, licensed professional counselor and author of God is Man, Love is Woman, Darnell Blocker, is going to help us get to the bottom of some of this today. And as always, we've got some trending topics to discuss, research to dish, and of course, my weekly balance challenge. So stay tuned. We'll be right back on the live exchange.
1: Okay, so five tacos of cheese and a large soda, that's ten thousand and twelve dollars. Please drive around.
2: Wait, ten thousand what? It's
1: obvious you're buzzed and driving.
2: I've only had a few, I'm fine. Yeah,
1: the food's twelve box, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around ten thousand dollars in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in.
3: Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration
4: and the Ad Council. Coming to Tampa Bay, I said, we want to win the Super Bowl, and I believe we will. From IamSecond.com. We came close, but never really did win that championship. Former NFL head coach, Tony Dungy. At the end of my sixth year, I was fired, and it was one of the biggest disappointments in my life next year i'm in indianapolis get to the playoffs but get knocked out again and for the next couple of years it's the same thing everyone is saying colts are never going to win one and i did wonder why didn't it pan out the way i thought it would but i determined that i had to have christ first and that everything else came below that including my own desires the next year that ended up being our year to, to go to the super bowl and win it and it was a wonderful feeling Every decision I make, I'm going to make it through the lens of Jesus Christ, and he guides us to that ultimate victory. I'm Tony Dungy, and I am second. Vince Lombardi
5: once said that it's hard to be aggressive when you're confused. Some of us think that taking our lives to the next level, both personally and professionally, is a confusing and complicated process. Guess what? It's not, and I can prove it. My book, Truisms, will show you how living your life by rules that are so self-evident and obvious, you'll say, I knew that. This powerful yet short, detailed bestseller is on sale right now, under $10. Go to michaelmcfadden.com. That's michaelmcfadden.com and let truisms help you to the next level. Great
6: leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special, qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com.
2: Is your client working with anyone on the TV side? My client's interested in anything that pays money. Yeah. <laughs> He's hot right now. You should work with him.
7: I'm mean, speaking as your manager. You know, just because you dress like a sixth grader don't make you my
8: manager, man. Atlanta, all new Tuesday at 10 on FX and FX Now.
2: Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't reckon with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone, or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstopwrecks.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration.
7: I hate, hate religion. religion. Pretty shocking to hear coming from a pastor, huh? I'm Jasper this is my wife, Alicia Williams, who would absolutely love to have you come and take a visit
9: at the church. We're strictly about relationships. It's about deepening your walk, walk with God. 4845 South Old Peachtree Road, Norcross, Georgia. Or
7: you can hit us online at www.thechurchinfo.org Remember, at the church, it's about relationship, not religion. But what you and I have got to do is get involved. You and I have to be right there breathing down Every time they look over their shoulder, we want them to see us. Hey y'all,
0: this is Eric Gray. Exercise your, right exercise your right to vote.
3: Exercise your right to vote.
0: Exercise your right to vote.
3: Exercise your right to vote. This
1: is Leah. Y'all already know that go out there and exercise your right to
0: vote. So go ahead and get out and vote. Alright, welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela and we are talking love. You know, I love talking about love and particularly it's, we're, it's complicated, the baggage and benefits of postmodern intimacy, and I have um, an awesome guest here today, I'm Darnell Blocker, author, um, licensed professional counselor, and, and we're really going to be delving into all of these different issues as it pertains to relationships. So um, we're, Before we do all of that, though, we need to look at some trending topics.
2: Primary election. Black and diversity. Yeah. Gas prices. Michael
0: Black. Trending topics. All right. So if you, unless you lived under a rock, you know that this week was the first presidential debate um, featuring... Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, and um, lots of buzz around that. You know, a lot of us went into it kind of knowing what to expect and being absolutely correct (laughs) about what ended up happening. (laughs) So it took took place uh, Monday, September 26th, and um, now though we had Trump and Clinton featured in it, um, let's not forget that we have two other candidates. So we also have Jill Stein from the Green Party and Gary Johnson, who's a Libertarian, and um, and they didn't. Debate because in order to debate, candidates need to be polling at, at least 15% in mainstream news polls. And so, um, while Gary Johnson did reach 15% in at least one of the the news polls, he didn't reach enough in order to uh, to debate, which is a shame because we really need to hear what these you know other candidates are saying. You know, these other two are getting the forefront because they've already got the popularity, the money, um, and it's just kind of like. Representative It's not fair. privilege.
10: It's, it's not fair. Yeah. I mean, if you would have given them that leeway to been on television as well, you know, that could probably. You know, it will change gain some the tide. Influence. Yeah. It yeah. Will gain some influence. Yeah.
0: And somebody else said, you know, what if Bernie Sanders was up on that stage one day? Oh, my God. I and mean, it would have just changed the dynamic Absolutely. of the entire
11: Absolutely.
0: how this con- um, I was going to say how this concert, how this election is going, you know. Wow. And so um, so it's interesting because there's been some feedback from President Obama, from Michelle Obama. Um, yesterday, President Obama said that a vote for Gary Johnson or Jill Stein is a vote for Donald Trump, uh, mm. which is interesting because. Um, I I, yeah well and he's saying that because he's basically saying you're taking away votes from Hillary Clinton um and that their votes Jill Stein and Gary Johnson's votes aren't necessarily going to mean much because they're so far behind um well I totally understand that um it it kind of creates this dilemma of well then do we sell out right (laughs) right you know absolutely um and if you know and so that it's it's just a very complex thing and so um Mayor – former mayor, I should say, Rudy Giuliani, says that Trump should decline from participating in future debates because of what he deemed as being unfair fact-checking. So there was a lot of talk about –
10: Of course he would say that.
0: Right, right. So so, so before the debate – um, there was a lot of talk about what was going to happen with fact-checking and then after the debate. And so it's interesting because initially Donald Trump was very happy with the way that Lester Holt, he's an NBC News anchor, the way that he moderated the event. But then as soon as he started realizing the next day that he p- terribly lost the debate, um, he changed his tune. Right. <laughs> so first he said, honestly, I thought Lester did a great job. I thought it was very fair. And the, and, and his campaign manager, Kellyanne Conway, agreed. The next day, um, Trump changed that and, and basically said that he asked ask unfair questions. So okay. maybe he didn't notice that until he had time to reflect. Okay. I don't know.
10: <laughs> um, it doesn't matter what question he asked, Trump going to answer what he wanted. He's going to say what he wants he's to say. Absolutely.
0: And that's what happened. I mean, he he, he interrupted a lot. Absolutely. He said what he had to say. So Trump spoke roughly three minutes longer than Hillary Clinton. This is coming from ABC News. Right. He interrupted 39 times, whereas mm-hmm. she interrupted nine times. hmm um, while Clinton interrupted Trump r- roughly once every 10 minutes, Trump interrupted Clinton once every two minutes and 27 seconds. So can you imagine trying to talk and every two minutes somebody's interrupting you absolutely. to discredit what you're saying?
10: And she and she held it down so nicely. You yeah, know, she didn't get rude. She didn't get angry. She didn't get frustrated because I, absolutely, because I definitely would have. I'm like,
0: <laughs> oh, really,
10: like, really? <laughs>
0: Right. Well, And he also spoke significantly faster than Clinton. Um, He spoke an average of 188 words per minute, while Clinton spoke 146 words per minute. Um, I would translate that to meaning she chose her words carefully. Absolutely. Um, And he spoke roughly one grade level lower than Clinton, which I find hilarious. And (laughs) not shocking at all. Not shocking. I'm surprised it was only one grade lower. But, you know, hey, I am not going to hide my biases. You guys know. I'm not a, I'm not a Trump fan, so I'm, let's just put that out there right now in case you're wondering. <laughs> so, yeah. if you are, then, you know, we... We'll have, we'll it's have a cool. conversation. You know, that's... that's I'm, We all have different views. Yeah. So, well, also trending is Janet Jackson. So, mm-hmm. earlier this year, mm-hmm. you know, she canceled all her... She canceled her tour and everything and yeah. said that they are working on a family. And I, I remember joking about that, saying, so, what, you, you're having sex? Like, what what is... <laughs> What does that mean? You're working right. on a family. Well, you know, we found out soon after that she's pregnant, and um, this is the first time yesterday that she made an appearance with her baby bump and everything. And so. Is that picture is out there? It's out there. I it is. Seen it's, it. Yeah, she's I mean, somebody pretty somebody. far along. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, no, they have not given a due date, but they are saying that they uh, are, uh, well, people are speculating that the baby will probably be here by the end of 2014. 16. Which is reasonable to believe, given that she announced this. Absolutely. (laughs) absolutely. So, yeah. So that was apparently big news. We have presidential debate. We have Hillary Clinton. Currently, we have um, a a story that's unfolding in New Jersey with um, a train that crashed. Yes. Um, And so, yeah, right now, one casualty, 100 plus injured. Um, So if we get any updates on that, I'll let you know. Um, With that said, um, we're going to go to break and we come back. We're going to delve into this love stuff. So don't go anywhere. Be right back on the live exchange.
5: Miss Lombardi once said that it's hard to be aggressive when you're confused. Some of us think that taking our lives to the next level, both personally and professionally is a confusing and complicated process. Guess what? It's not. And I can prove it. My book truisms will show you how living your life by rules that are so self-evident and obvious. You'll say, I knew that. This powerful yet short detailed bestseller is on sale right now under $10. Go to michaelmcfadden.com. That's michaelmcfadden.com and let truisms help You to the next level.
9: Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off.
12: What? What about our plan to win the lottery and start living? You know, travel the world on matching yachts, wear enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacation on the French Riviera, and then buy it. You know, we're never going to win the
9: lottery.
13: When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs, the Georgia Society of CPAs, and the Ad Council. So what you and I have got to do is get involved. You and I have to be right there breathing
7: down their throat. Every time they look over their shoulder... We want them to
0: see us. y'all,
3: this is Eric Gray. Exercise your right to vote. <laughs>
0: exercise your right to vote. Exercise
3: your right to vote. Exercise your right to vote. This
1: is Leah. Y'all already know that go out there and exercise your right to vote. So go ahead and get out and vote.
7: I hate, hate religion. religion. Pretty shocking to hear coming from a pastor, huh? I'm Jasper, and this is my wife, Alicia Williams. You would absolutely love to have you come and take a visit.
9: At the church, we're strictly about relationships. It's about deepening your walk, walk with, with God. 48, 45, 60. South Old Peachtree Road. Norcross, Georgia. Or
7: you can hit us online at www.thechurchinfo.org. Remember, at the church, it's about relationship, not
2: religion. Is your client working with anyone on the TV side? My client's interested in anything that pays money. (laughs) He's hot right now. You should work with him. Speaking as your manager,
8: just because you dress like a sixth grader don't make you my
7: manager, man.
8: Atlanta, all new Tuesday at 10 on FX and FX now.
0: All right, welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela and I have here with me Darnell Blocker, author and I'm using the like the whole spelling because I don't know, you know, if everybody knows what LPC is, but he's LPC, which means he's a licensed professional counselor. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to our brains. He does this. I do this. <laughs> so, would you mind telling us a little bit about what you do? And
10: yes, I am a um, licensed professional counselor. So, for all those that don't know, I am a shrink. <laughs> I am a therapist. I uh, have a private practice in Fayetteville, um, Heavenly Therapeutic Services, where I see individuals, couples, families. Um, I do workshops. Um, nice. I do continuing education units for those who need renewals for their. If anybody's like me, you have to renew by tomorrow for By so you tomorrow. I have to renew tomorrow uh, Get it in. for your license, uh for the next two years. Um and I just pretty much I, I see um people all day long, you know. Right now I have majority couples. Um, so it's
11: Oh, lots of so, relationships. So, so you're stuff. actually uh on <laughs> time
10: with this uh radio show today because um nowadays I have a more couples that individuals Mm -hmm. i'm starting to get a little bit more teenagers because i've been begging for it so i've actually been able to make some relationships and get more um teenager relationships no no just just teens just teens okay no 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 no, they're maturing enough to
0: say hey baby let's go to counseling at 16
10: right yeah (laughs) no no no
0: (laughs) y'all may not be meant to be if that early absolutely (laughs) now they
10: do talk about it in their um sessions but no of not yeah, not, yeah. not teenage uh couples okay but, but no that would be cool though it would be <laughs> if, if i'm open to it, it if they came the
0: world actually if we get that help early
10: i will be open to it if they came yeah absolutely i I don't turn anybody down yeah um you, you know <laughs> within my scope
0: i was gonna say of, of expertise okay
10: um <laughs> but yeah that's what i do i enjoyed it is what i went to school for at morehouse and um um, I enjoy what I do I love it cool every day
0: well we're definitely going to need your input what we're talking about yes. today you know and uh, there isn't much about history that hasn't been repeating but repeated but I have to say mm-hmm. that it really seems like we're in a unique day and age of dating yes. so it's, Absolutely. you know yeah everybody says nothing's new around the Sun and yeah, yeah I don't know it seems that my generation and we're not just going to talk about my generation but I need to talk about my generation too mm-hmm. we're experiencing an unprecedented phenomenon because we we're the first generation to liberate ourselves from marriages we no longer want to be in as right. a mass, you know, as a, yes. We, yes. we're the first to, con- to choose to pursue careers before having children, mm-hmm. um, particularly women. Yes. Um, we're first to have children without a partner with no shame. Like, mm-hmm. I'm about to go to sperm bank and get me, you yeah. know, and you know what? Actually, that's not I might think. No, I'm just kidding. But, but you know, You're but, not when, <laughs> kidding. I'm, I'm like, I'm single. I'm about to be 40. But that is, that's the mindset. Um, yeah. and, and we're the first to learn that the promise of a college education does not necessarily lead to more money and security. We still have right. to hustle to make it. Absolutely. Um, when I graduated, I thought, you know, I graduated in 2000 from college. I'm an undergrad. And I thought, I'm set. I got my degree. I got my yeah, bachelor's me too. I'm about to be Absolutely. rich you know all the other people who came before me they had those steady corporate right. careers
10: right that's right.
0: changed you know I felt that change within my generation mm-hmm. um and you know and I you know we hustle and I'm fully a part of this group of divorcees, single parents, hustlers. And the result is that many of us are single and dating and we're consumed with things like freezing our eggs, fighting custody battles, co-parenting, trying to make men's ends meet and balancing life with ex spouses because there's so many exes nowadays because of the divorces. So all of this, Mm -hmm. and this is how we step into the dating world. Yes. And how we step into our marriages, all of this baggage. Yes. Okay. Fix it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fix it. Hey, Peeley.
10: Where do we start? Uh, yeah. Uh, where do we start? Uh, you didn't say anything that was incorrect. You have, okay, I have, that's I, good. I have I have, I know, and I say incorrect. <laughs> I mean, it's that's po-
0: not good, but it's. Right, right,
10: right. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't say anything <laughs> incorrect or anything that I have not heard or seen in my practice at all. Right. Um, as you said, yeah, a lot of women are having children. Uh, Unashamedly, Um, of course, you know, and I no longer a stigma, right? And in our pastime, women were shamed and you couldn't go to church, you you know, Mm -hmm. you just felt that, that, um, you know, those elders breathing down your neck. Heck,
0: it wasn't that long ago when I was 18 and pregnant. That's that was my experience, yeah,
10: right, right. (laughs) Um, You hadn't said anything that was incorrect at all, but it's just that women I, I feel like they really want to be seen as equals, and I actually am one that. Would love to see that as far as wanting to be seen as an equal, as far as pay and as far as just validity in society. Mm-hmm. And I believe they really fight for that, not only in their relationships, but just on an individual basis. And I see that and I, I really encourage it. You know, it's hard, you, you know, hence they come to me and we try to assist, it, you know, work together to try to help some, um, increase some self motivation, but it's on point. Yeah. It's on point.
0: Well, are you seeing that uh, that women are have reached that equal place?
10: I, I have seen it. I really? Have seen we've it. arrived? I, th- I think so. I mean, you still have a long ways to go, mm-hmm. um, certainly. But, but we've but made I, strides. I, significant strides from yeah. when my mom was out here running around doing it. Um, significant strides. And, you know, uh, they'll do it by choice or by force. You know, with yeah, or without your support, coming. I I want to... Be seen as somebody of significance and somebody that I can, you know, do the same job as you can do and without a man. And
0: well, and that's part of the reason why there's so many relationship challenges because of this shift. I think is is because there's resistance and then right. there's also a power struggle. Uh, yeah, and a change in roles within relationships. Right. So right. We're, we're first going to go to the research and then yes. we're going to come back and and delve into this a little bit more. Okay,
13: in the interest of science. 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 science, 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 science,
0: science, science. All right, so. This first research study that I want to tell you all about is, um, it's interesting because, you know, we talk about cheating and uh, we have our ideas about why people cheat. And sometimes we don't even care why people cheat. We're done. We're out. It's over. I'm right, I'm right. Um, but there is, um, a, a, according to science, well, this was posted on Scientific American, but it was also originally posted on a um, site called The Conversation. Um, but cheaters use cognitive tricks, mind tricks, to rationalize their infidelity. Mm-hmm. That may not be a newsflash for people, but, you know, but they 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 have to rationalize it in order to feel comfortable with themselves, because uh-huh. there is a level of guilt and a level of discomfort um, and even self-dislike that they experience, whether they show it or not, uh-huh. um, when they're engaging in cheating. Um, and, and if you get to the point where you're not feeling that anymore, then you've really you're, you're in deep. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but most people believe that they're normal and good and they believe that um, cheating on a partner is wrong. Um, so dissonance theory, which basically cognitive dissonance is that idea of you have one idea and another idea is presented to you and you're kind of like having this in mental yes. yeah dilemma, mm-hmm. like you're in limbo and you're like, hmm, which way which way do I need to <laughs> right. go My, on this? Right. So dissonance theory predicts that when an individual's thoughts and behaviors are inconsistent inconsistent, something has to give. So your thought is Yeah, cheating's not cool because if somebody cheated on me, I wouldn't be happy. But then my behavior is I'm cheating. So there has to be some way that I... I need to justify this somehow I have right. to something has to give and it's kind of similar to um, a smoker a smoker knows that smoking causes cancer uh-huh. but they rationalize it by saying things I don't smoke very much or uh-huh. you know my grandma smoked two packs a day and she's fine and right. so you've got to come up with these reasons so similarly cheaters might minimize the significance of their infidelity uh-huh. as a way to cope with something they did wrong and The um, results of the study show that participants who were made to feel unfaithful had more negative emotions than those in the faithful condition. Now, I know that sounds obvious, but a lot of times, like I said, we see people who cheat and we think they are heartless. They don't care. And that's not necessarily the case. They've just had to go through a great deal Mm -hmm. to make sure that they don't
10: go through that again.
0: Yeah. And that they justify whatever it is that they're feeling. So in short, people know that infidelity is wrong, but they still do it. And when they do, they usually feel pretty bad about it. Um, and so that's, um, I, I think it's really interesting that to kind of delve into the mind of a cheater. Yeah. So is that kind of consistent with anything that you've seen?
10: Mm, yes. Um, are they
0: not guilty until they get caught or <laughs> does it make a difference? Both. Okay.
10: I think it's both um until they get caught and just the, the act itself. Okay. Um but you know, we all are human and we all fall short. Yes. Um Except and a me. lot of times for me. A, a, a lot of people <laughs> that I've dealt with, they have forgiving spouses. It's just you have a now you have a tall mountain to climb to gain that regain that trust. Mm. But, yes, um, yeah. but yeah, no, people, I, I haven't seen anybody that was just heartless, like, well, it happened and deal with it or to hell with it. You know, I, no, people typically feel very bad and try to cop please and forgiveness. and
0: But you know what's interesting? And, and we got to go to break soon. But I have I have to say that the women that I know of and that I've seen engaging in cheating and mm-hmm. ongoing prolonged cheating show no more remorsese <laughs> there but the men yeah are, are, you know they show the remorse big time and and they're begging to stay they're crying and and the women and I'm not saying this is all women but the women that I know I know some pretty hardcore women yeah. it's just like yeah yeah whatever it is what it is
10: well so. I can't say I notice women like that either.
0: You say you haven't seen that? I I can't say I've seen that. Well, maybe by the time they get to counseling, (laughs) they...
10: What kind of thuggish people are (laughs) you dealing with? Who am I
0: dealing with? (laughs) Jeez.
10: Care, Uh, people. Women or
0: men. Care. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go to break, and uh, we will be right back.
3: On Tuesday, November 8th, this country will make one of the most important... The most important... The most important decisions in its history. You... Have a chance
1: you have an obligation
3: to be a part of that decision. You might think it's not important. You might think you're not important, but that's not true.
6: We can't say one vote doesn't matter.
3: Your vote matters.
6: Your vote matters. It affects everything.
3: We're all in this together. That's why the most popular or memorable actor is the last one you see. Really? Yeah, really.
6: Great leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special, qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com.
2: Is your client working with anyone on the TV side? My client's interested in anything that pays money. (laughs) He's hot right now. You should work with him. Speaking as your
8: manager, just because you dress like a sixth grader don't make you my manager, man. Atlanta, all new Tuesday at 10 on FX and FX Now.
2: Well, I finally
7: improved my credit score. What? The band is about to be discovered. Rock odds don't need to worry about credit scores. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, make ridiculous on-tour requests, tragically
13: break up and blame creative differences. Uh, I'm not banking my retirement on a band that's never left your garage. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs, the Georgia Society of CPAs, and the Ad Council. If you're looking for that ratchet, you're in the wrong place It's the nation's urban internet station Sensation station
0: network
1: Alright,
0: welcome back to the live exchange I'm Dr. Pamela and I have here with me Darnell Blocker Thanks for joining us I see Caroline Donna, here, Natasha Roach I see uh, Brooklyn Phoenix Rising I see uh, Robert Pierce Peely, thank you for joining us. You guys are great. We're gonna read your comments and 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 build in what you're having to say uh, shortly. So before the break we were talking about cheating yes and, and even men's remorse versus women's remorse you said you see remorse either way
10: I see I, 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 yeah with the men I mean like I said the, the men I've I've had come in or the couples I've had come in has been the men that have done the cheating and things like that and yes there's a lot of remorse there I haven't gotten a lot of women who have cheated on their um men there's or anything no like why. that because they don't get caught so
0: much better at it than you. <laughs> Women are so much Or they better. just not get. Or just, uh,
10: they don't get caught. That's what I'm saying. Either they don't get caught or they just not yet dealing in that. It hasn't gotten that far It not gotten it. that far Women yet.
0: are so much better. Now, I'm not condoning this by any means because I'm not a. I'm not a uh, proponent for cheating. But yes. I must say that when we do cheat, we, we do it pretty darn well.
10: Are you speaking from experience? I'm not speaking from experience. Are your And that's part experience? of
0: the game, though. That's part of it. Like, you will never know if I'm speaking from experience or not. Why, we why, why be this so secretive? We take this stuff to the grave. Why be secretive? <laughs>
10: why are women secretive?
0: We take this stuff to the grave. Until,
10: you're a secretive until you come see me. <laughs> and then now we're going to put it Everything all on the table. When you come to me, now we're going to put it on the table so we can have a new beginning. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, well. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, I've, I've dealt with that as far as not necessarily cheating, but there's things in the relationship that needed to be discussed or need, has, has, has taken place or has, you know, whatever. And now we put putting it on the table versus we could just talk about it at home and try to agree to disagree well, or whatever. But don't you think the
0: woman has tried? Now, I am being very stereotypical right now. I know all women aren't the same and all men aren't the same. But right. don't you think that by that point, the woman has tried and tried and tried to get him to talk?
10: Yes and no. <laughs> some women have tried okay. and some women have not tried is we automatically go to, well, we need to go see a therapist, but you haven't tried, you all have not tried yourself. It just automatically you need to see a mediator. And it's not a, it's not a bad thing. I mean, obviously that's what keep me employed, but at the same time, try, <laughs> you, always be you know, because communi- obviously we know communication is a, is a huge, 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 huge major, factor. Major. And majority of the um in majority of relationships and majority of divorces. I mean, right. and I always explain I to them it's between communication it's between finances and it's between lack of uh, intimacy. Mm, most, those are the big three. Those are the big three. Hashtag intimacy,
0: yes. finances, and communication. communication.
10: <laughs> yes, most times communication is number one.
0: I believe we it. just
10: do not talk. Oh, we just do not so talk. That's so major, at all. You guys.
0: That is so major.
10: Yes, the, we just do not talk. The man is not uh, sharing what his needs are, and the woman is not sharing, you know, where her needs are, and since. Nobody's sharing anything. Well, now my needs are not being met. So for the man, I'm going to go out there and go elsewhere. And for the woman, I'm going to, you know, complain and bicker and, and make it a very uncomfortable home. Um, or
0: secretly go out and do it. With y- y'all just don't know. But
10: <laughs> you, 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 you really are pushing that. Now, I'm going to have to ask all women that come in when I see them later today. What, in this have weekend, what have you Have you done any infidelity? You need to ask. Because that has not come up in my sessions. At They're all. not
0: going to tell you if he's sitting there either. They might just take it to the I grave. I think of
10: one couple who probably is one woman I think probably would. But the others probably not. You're exactly right. <laughs> Well,
0: Brooklyn Phoenix has a a comment. He says, very accurate point. When women cheat, they have convinced themselves that it's not their fault Mm -hmm. and that what she is doing is a direct result of her mate. And Mm -hmm. if he would just do X, Y and Z, she wouldn't be doing this. Well, I think men do exactly the same thing. Um, So if or when she gets caught, because many never get caught, he says (laughs) she has already resolved in her mind that she's really not at fault and that her mate had a hand in it, too. I feel like men rationalize the exact same way.
10: To a point. You know, she point. wasn't
0: physical with me enough or she didn't make me feel absolutely like I was the man or.
10: Yes. Yes. A lot of times it's either that cut and dry, you know, um, she didn't do what I, I wanted her to do. I had been axing. Mm-hmm. And then the other is just the temptation of flesh. You know, uh, and I, I've seen that to be a lot in recent months. This, okay. you know, someone that you're flirting with on a job, or just oh, someone yeah. that you've known. That's it, a slippery it, slope, or someone that you've known previously, and just having these two one flirtations uh, conversation too many.
0: Oh yeah,
10: and it goes there.
0: And that's the that's the thing. You know, the temptation of the flesh is not a new phenomenon. You right. know, but one thing that's interesting is that. Um, I'm seeing that more. I'm seeing that women are more willing to accept that as a rationale. Purely, I just thought he was fine, as right. opposed to, well, I just felt lonely or neglected. Um, right. A lot of, I, I'm seeing a lot of women just step out and say, you know what, I, I got needs too, and right. uh, it's just an interesting time, and that's that is why I want to talk about this. And when you said communication is is a serious thing, I have a friend who his whole thing is communication is sometimes even more important than love because there's times where you guys just don't feel the love right. but if you have the communication you guys can get over whatever hump there is Absolutely. and i think one of the reasons why communication is lacking is because the topic of the show of all the baggage that we have yes past relationships trying to communicate and getting shut down being betrayed um so when we come back we're going to really dig into this um why communication doesn't happen why if an infidelity does happen and what we do with all all this baggage that we Absolutely. carry around everywhere so uh, so stay with us we'll be right back
6: leaders aren't born They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special, qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com.
1: Okay, so five tacos of cheese and a large soda. That's ten thousand and twelve dollars. Please drive around.
2: Ten thousand what? It's
1: obvious you're buzzed and driving.
2: I've
8: only had a few. I'm fine.
1: Yeah, the food's twelve bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around ten thousand dollars in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in.
3: Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
12: Thanks for asking, but I'd rather not send you nude pictures. I'm camera shy. I already said no. Under my clothes, I'm a robot. My webcam is broken. I'm worried they'll get passed around school. I have a rash. I have nudophobia. I have lizard skin. I'm a vampire, so I don't show up in pictures anyways. Your badgering has really killed the mood. When someone is pressuring you to do something you don't want to, how many ways can you say no before they
9: get the message? Let us know at that'snotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
2: Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Deliberate
3: dumbing down. Dumb
2: down. Dumbed down Deliberate dumbing down of America.
3: Dumb down public. Why would they do this? Sensation Station Network. Radio, not dumb down.
6: Keeping your balance with Dr. Penla. Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Dr.
0: Pamela. Alright, welcome back. I am going to issue this week's Balance Challenge. So, as we've been talking, uh, you know, you you hear that there's all kinds of issues with relationships. And, uh, you know, we're not perfect. There's challenges that couples have. Um, And so we're inundated with negative examples of relationships. And so my challenge for you this week is to study a positive relationship. Um, You know, there are definitely highs and lows when it comes to relationships. And as we know, there are no perfect relationships. Some may have overcome infidelity, financial hardships, loss of loved ones, infertility challenges, substance abuse, PTSD, that's a big one, um, legal issues, or even challenges with in-laws. But for every relationship that is crashed and burned after these kinds of challenges is another relationship that managed to make it through and thrive. So what I want you all to focus on this week are those relationships that have thrived. Um, it doesn't mean that they're perfect and that they have no problems. In fact, you don't want any couple that acts like they're just perfect because that's not a real right. realistic example. Right. But these, this is a couple that's committed to building and growing from their challenges. I want you to interview them. Take them to dinner. Have a chat with them on Facebook. Whatever yeah, it means. Pick up the idea. phone. Call them. And find out what is it can you, that you can learn with them, from them. What did they overcome? What almost made them quit? Um, what kept them going? Who are their role models? What are the strengths that each of them contributed to the relationship to help it work? And this is one of my favorites. What superhero do they perceive their partner to be? <laughs> She's not. <a> my- <laughs> <very good. laughs> right. You know, how do you perceive you know, If you perceive your partner is like Oscar the Grouch, then that's pretty telling. Like, okay. I don't, to, I don't have to think about that one for yeah, life. Yeah, I, I want know. you to give me an answer on that, too, when you think about I don't it. I
11: have to think about that one.
0: It's <laughs> a real good question. But why do this? Because there's so many examples of failure, hopelessness, pain, <laughs> yeah. destructive behaviors in relationships. And we need to be proactive about uncovering those stories and educating ourselves about what's actually possible for relationships. So my challenge for you this week is study you know, I'm a researcher, so I want you all to be little researchers <laughs> And I want you all to do a study on a positive relationship um, and James Roach is actually uh, who is commenting is a, a relationship marriage expert, and uh-huh. he might be able to refer you to some couples who may be good to talk to, not to put you on the spot, James, but to put you on the spot. Bring them to me
10: <laughs> Bring them to me.
0: Any, yeah. anything to add to that
10: I think that's a good idea um. I, I I really push the idea of making sure you are surrounded around, you have a positive circle of people. So Not important. Only for in, mainly for influence. Um, because if you're around positive individuals, it'll motivate you to, you know what I'm saying, remain positive and make more positive decisions and mm-hmm. positive mates to deal with.
0: You're held accountable because you're like. Right. I got to be, um, it may not be that in uh, conscious, but you know, you've got other people who are kind of rooting for you as a couple to make it.
10: Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And it, it'll make you want to have the same thing, which will also in turn assist you in wanting to, you know, make a better assessment And why we're dating. Um, right. which I, Again, I'll push that as well. Because a lot of times in these, in, once, once they get to the relationship and marriage phase, they really hadn't done their research. That's um, so common, yeah. Yeah, you haven't really done your research, and you really just rush into a relationship. And then the things that you missed when you could have done your research in the dating phase, now it comes out while we're in a relationship and in a marriage. And, well, I didn't, in, in the common phrases, well, I just didn't know. I didn't see that. Well, how <laughs> long did you all date? Well, we were dating for 10 months and got married, you know, six, eight months after that. That's not enough time. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not saying string. Either or uh, alone, but I really am a huge component of doing your homework. Taking your time. Because within six, once you meet someone, the very first day you meet someone, we all are putting on that honeymoon, you know, impressive phase. Right. Within six weeks, some of that start to kind of dry out. Some of that start to fade a little bit. And little piece by piece, if you're paying attention, you're starting to see... Things you like and do not like about mm-hmm. this person, you will start to really see the genuineness in their behaviors, and definitely within six months, you've you've seen you're starting to see some stuff. And you, you can, make if decisions. you are paying attention. Yeah, if you're paying attention. If you are paying attention, if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss a lot of it. You you and you so basically you're reading too fast and you're missing more than you can catch. So by the time you really slow down, again in a relationship, in the home, in the marriage, now the stuff is really starting to come out. But again, they've shown you this evidence. In the beginning, before right. you cross that threshold.
0: But see, a lot of people fool themselves into believing that I see the flaw, but that's something that I can handle. Right? You know, and that's
10: what that's a part of that research in faith. Because <laughs> can you really handle it, or are you just really just bypassing you it just because you're still right? You're still in love. You're still doing some of the nice things different from what the last person did. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: huge. Let me stop you right there. Yes. A lot of times we'll we'll um, date somebody mm-hmm. and they, they have one quality. You know, let, let me use an example. I was dating somebody who would not hold my hand, would not hold my hand, would not hold my hand. Right. Um, and then when I dated the next person, he was all about hand-holding. And I thought, oh, right. my God, this is the one. Right. Even though right, right, may right. not have been a great communicator or, right. you know, Absolutely. not responsible, but he held my hand. And that was the one thing I didn't get in the last relationship. <laughs> and I think
10: we all do that to a point uh-huh. and i think it's acceptable to a point to a point um but at the same time you still have to be paying attention to what this individual encompasses not necessarily in comparison to the other two uh, the last person yes now using the analogy other hand holding that's a great thing if that's if you are a pda type person mm-hmm. but this person still may have their flaws or do have their flaws that you have to pay attention to right or otherwise you're going to miss it and then it's going to be. Uh, year two years and some couples i see five and eight years down the line and you're just now seeing it Mm. so or really have or
0: can no longer deny it Uh,
10: right (laughs) or you can no longer deny you can no longer fool yourself okay
0: this is in my face i just i can't take it anymore right
10: right (laughs) right yeah so and i think those if you make those decisions in the beginning and say okay this is a flaw i can't i can't deal with it and is it a deal breaker it is a deal breaker and be done with it, you'll, you won't have as many mistakes going down the road. Now, if it's a flaw and it's not a major flaw to you and you know you can deal with it and you can bypass it, then obviously it won't be an issue down mm-hmm. the road because you've seen that flaw from the beginning.
0: Right. right. Well, sometimes I think you don't necessarily know realistically if you can deal with it or not until you've spent time with it for a while. But that's, right. again, to your point, the importance of not just jumping to the altar. Right. Because, Absolutely. okay, you've seen this flaw, but do you know how that manifests in your right. relationship over time, absolutely, you know? absolutely, so, absolutely. Wow, that's that's wow. pretty big. Well, I, you know, there's, gosh, there's so much, there's so much, there's so much. But um, I'm I'm going to continue to take your comments. So please let me know, um, or please let me know. So please <laughs> give us a call: six seven eight six one three five eight five seven. Leave a comment, and uh, we'll be sure to get it out there. We'll be right back on the live exchange. <laughs>
2: Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't reckon with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration.
14: It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And at the end of the day, the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. So United Way is asking you to make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because when a child advances, we all advance. (laughs) Be a reader, tutor, or mentor. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge now at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.
3: Marie Callender's knows that you may not have time to roll out dough for a perfectly flaky crust that's made from scratch. Or enough time to mix vegetables with all-white meat chicken and a homemade gravy. She knows you may not have a moment to crimp the edges of your favorite chicken pot pie, but Marie Callender's does. And when she's done, all you need to do is find time to grab someone special, sit down, and savor. Marie Callender's.
9: Brought to you by the Ad Council And so a
13: new American industry has been born Sensation Station Network
3: On Tuesday, November 8th This country will make one of the most important The most important The most important decisions in its history You have a
1: chance You have an obligation To be a part of that decision You might think it's
15: not
3: important You might think you're not important But that's not true
6: we can't say one vote doesn't matter.
3: Your vote matters.
6: Your vote matters. It affects everything.
3: We're all in this together. That's why the most popular or memorable actor is the last one you see. Really? Yeah, really. This is big business. This is the
7: American Station Station Network.
0: See ya. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and uh, we have a couple of comments, on that, and I got um, I see, I see, uh, Benita Rainey, and. Um, a few people have joined, Drake has joined. Um, there was a comment from Caroline who says, when people are in love, quote unquote, because mm-hmm. I don't know if they always know whether or not they're in love, mm-hmm. uh, but when people are in love, the critical thinking part of the brain function mm-hmm. um, is less in the first 18 to 24 months. So it's hard to see that you know the flaws that, that exist. Have you heard anything about that before, about when brain function? She says that the critical thinking part of the brain functions less when people uh, are in love in the first 18 to 24 months of falling in love, the critical thinking part.
10: I can agree with that. Yeah. I can agree with that, which goes back to testament to what I was saying about you, you're still in that honeymoon phase and you're really just not paying attention. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of times you just, you're not trying to think critically you just you don't really want to because you're
0: great right because you know? you're just so great you're so fabulous <laughs> we go home
10: so many dinner dates and walks down town in Centennial <laughs> Park and things like that um, that we we miss it so yes we're not critically thinking again or, or trying to see the things that really also is going to end up mattering in the relationship as far as this one person's shortcomings and what they can provide for you well, for the most I, so I, I can I can agree with that. And I can know, agree with that.
0: You know, what one of my flaws are, you know, and, and for those of you, I'm, I'm pretty transparent. I don't tell all my business, but I tell a little bit.
10: <laughs> you told a lot <laughs> the last uh, radio show. I didn't forget either. You don't forget. I didn't. But, uh,
0: but I, <laughs> one of my things is I'm a fixer. Mm-hmm. And and I, I like to call myself, uh, you know, endearingly a hustler. So, you know, I hustle so I can, t- you know, cover what I need to cover. Mm-hmm. I'm a fixer. If there's a problem, I'm going to fix it. And so my thing is that has translated into relationships. And so if somebody that I'm with has, you know, some kind of flaw and I'm like, oh, that's easy. Yeah, we could fix that. <laughs> you know? And right. whether or not they co-sign on the fixing, they don't even know that that's the agenda because, I, right. you know, I see, well, you know, that's not a bad. We, we could take care of that. And, right, you right. know, and so it it doesn't always, that doesn't always result well because sometimes that person who I may be trying to fix doesn't necessarily see it as a problem, right? you know? And so, um, yeah, I think
10: so clearly it's not a problem for them.
0: Well, right. And there's right. some element of denial when you're, when you have that mindset. So I, you know, I'm very aware of that mindset now, right. Right. but when, when I'm people and when I was not aware of that mindset, there's a level of denial that says that, It is okay to meet somebody and them not really be the right person and then to actually move on to somebody else without trying to force that person to be the person, you know.
10: So you have to make a decision. Yeah. Are you going to be able to deal with it or not? Right. Is that sexiness and all that chocolate, is that that so important to you when they don't take showers every day?
0: Ah! (laughs) <laughs> and to some people, it may not be. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, no, and that's, that's, a, that's a serious and thing. that's why nobody can make that call for yeah. you. You know, when you go to your friends and you say, you know mm-hmm. what, you know, the, the sex really isn't that great, mm-hmm. but everything else is. Mm-hmm. It is not up to your friends to decide whether or not you can handle it. Now, I can right. see processing that. That's cool, right? But at the end of the day,
10: that is your that's your that's your thing. It's and, your and, baby, and, and, can, <laughs> and can you deal with it? Right? Can you lay in this bed, right. literally and figuratively? You yeah. Know, can you lay in this bed or? can you can you have to go right um I hear some I hear so many different things Shower, showering you hear the sex you hear finances you hear um not enough inputs mama's w- boys Mama's mama boys <laughs> um I mean all kind of things yeah yeah um, it's, it's a lot of things that make and break these relationships some are common and some are not so common um, right so it's something always down to even just not grocery shopping with me you know this it's a lot of things,
0: and grocery shopping together is a lot of fun. <laughs>
10: yeah, I don't have a problem with you it. You know, and some but people some are, like, are oh, not, for not it. Do that. Yeah, right. no, I'm no, no, fine no. with it. I yeah. don't mind it. I don't necessarily do it because she prefers to do it, and yeah. apparently, I don't know how to grocery shop that very well. <laughs> you know, I, I don't buy the things that she requests um, right. in the in the, in the best fashion because um, <laughs> I'm not paying attention. Um, but some people, some some guys are just not with the grocery store. Yeah. You know, I'll give you the card. You know get the groceries for the house. I help you take them yeah, out. Right.
0: But, oh, that's so sweet.
10: Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: So, and and Bonita says, um, if you get to know a person before quote unquote falling in love or in lust, mm-hmm. you sometimes see things a little clearer. Come on now, though. How can you control that? How do you control like, OK, I'm going to wait three months. I'm going to wait six months before I fall in love. Um, unless you just have walls and, and, and I've dated plenty of people who have steel and brick walls up all around them. But that's right. not healthy either, is it?
10: It depends on the person. Okay. It depends on the person. And, and this is even speaking from experience. I, I had a wall up um, because of a past relationship. And I just made it my business that I was never going to go through any of this. Again, yes, the age was young and et cetera, et cetera. But I just knew the the, the embodiment of that relationship, especially at the end. I was never going to go through it again, which is I learned early on, not only just through reading, but just through life lessons that. I have to do my research. I have to know um, what I'm going to deal with and what I'm not going to do. And if I see any sign of that, it's not worth me breaking my walls down nor wasting your time with. Okay. Um,
0: so there's a safety element. There's it's a there's a, a, element. There's a healthy.
10: It's, it's, it, I consider it self-preservation. Okay. It's not necessarily a wall. It's self-preservation.
0: Okay.
10: Um, and being cautious and being strategic in who I'm going to align myself with.
0: But what a point, at what point does that become unhealthy? Hmm. I want to use the word paranoid, but that's, you know, maybe it's not paranoid. But at what point does it become unhealthy? Paranoid
10: through? could be um, a lot of second guessing, a lot of... um you know, just a lot of asking a lot of questions, being suspect, and the come just basically the the relationship and the union and the conversation itself is just not really advancing beyond you know uh, what I went through and I just, want to, you know just always saying what I'm not going to tolerate and oh I see little stuff that I used to deal without you, you know you need to cut that out or I'm gonna you know stuff like, like, like that Usher
0: song you remind me of a girl. right
10: <laughs> right it's stuff like that. but yes. that sounds
0: like trauma to me that sounds yeah, like what I like much. to call post Post traumatic relationship absolutely. disorder, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, but it, 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 we're going to talk about that. So, um,
10: and, it, and PTSD can happen in a relationship. Yeah, it's, it's very, very, very common. It has. N- I not think we're
0: all, maybe not all of us, but I think a lot of folks are walking around with relationship PTSD. Yes, absolutely, totally it's more common than you think. Yeah, yeah. I almost think everybody is, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's pretty. But it's absolutely. so bad. It's so. It, mm-hmm. It's really bad these days. Yeah. Um. We, uh, We have some... We're going to do love letters. We're going to do love notes. So, we got a love note that came in.
14: Okay. Love Notes with Dr. Pamela.
0: Okay. So, this one comes from Charles in Chicago. He says, Dear Dr. Pamela, I have been married for 15 years. I love my wife very much, but her relationship history is rough. The father of her oldest daughter was abusive. She never knew her own father. She's been betrayed by people in the past and just doesn't trust anyone. When we met, I saw a woman... Oh, I, when we met I saw a woman who needed a man who could help her heal I knew that she had been through a lot but I was convinced that our love could overcome that where is this man after 15 after fifteen years she still struggles to trust me to be affectionate with me to really open up and when I try to talk to her about this she completely shuts down and prefers to focus on the business side of our marriage meaning not love, sex, or emotions um, but bills, children and household. I am beginning to feel I'm beginning to realize that maybe I can't love her pain away. Not sure what I should do. Um, what I can do. Charles in Chicago. I'm so glad I have you here today. What do I, you
10: I, think? <laughs> when I, I would say for him um, how many I would want to explore how many times has he actually sat down to explore her reasoning for not wanting to devote, you know go into The things that he's asking that he wants to know. Mm -hmm. You know, he says when he brings certain subjects up, she puts a wall up. She try to change the subject, want to focus on strictly the business. And if he's if he has actually tried to explore several times, of course, I would obviously um, recommend therapy to try to get someone in the middle to try to help in a strategic therapeutic way of. What happened in your past? Mm-hmm. What did your family go through? What did you, you know, what There's did you a lot see? Of people
0: who don't want to go sure right, you know. what, yeah. What
10: did you see <laughs> out of your parents? What did you go through in your relationships? Try, but again, in a, you're not asking that, that cutting dry, but in a therapeutic way. What is your past? What is your history that makes you not want to give your all to this guy who has dedicated himself to wanting to be involved with you? romantically you know basically in in whole totality but you're still giving him 60% Mm -hmm. you know what is it that you've gone through and what is it has he shown you that has not made you feel comfortable
0: after 15 years after
10: 15 years have you seen
0: anything like this before
10: Mm, I haven't had any relationship that long okay you know uh, not that that long because I do
0: have a couple of friends male friends who have have said almost exactly that that they you know, they thought that they, if they love her strong enough, they know that they're so compassionate about the hurt that she's experienced right. that they just want to love it away. Is that even, is that possible to love it away?
10: Depends on the person hmm. just like anything else. It depends on the person, but to be honest and even kind of backtracking, even to some of the uh, introductory conversation we had, it's a lot of couples, a lot of marriages. That's just not lasting. Um, yeah. And, and I say that because, of the couples that I've gotten, you know, I haven't gotten meaning that's been over 10, 12 years um, because people are really divorcing at a very high rate because again, the communication or the tolerance level is just not there. Not mm-hmm. willing to put in the work and, and your tolerance for it is just, it's just not there. I just rather just, you know, we argue a lot. We don't get along. We don't agree anymore. We're going div- to divorce uh, right. versus just having a conversation. So I haven't had any long relationships like that. Based off of that premise, okay, because, okay. Uh, and even a lot of couples that I see, and I say this all the time, even outside of this conversation, a lot of couples that I am getting, they've already made up their minds. They're mm. just on their last that leg. They're
0: out, or that they want to try.
10: They have already made up their mind that they they pretty much are out. Oh wow! So I've had one couple; of the, the papers were already fi- um, filed. Hmm. Um, they just trying to just see if there's anything left by the time they come to me. And right. I, I think to myself, I'm not a magician. I am <laughs> You should a have came to me like five years ago. <laughs> right, right. You, you're kind of late with it, but we're going to go through this again. Cause we're going to try. It. Yeah. We're going to try. Obviously you're here. Obviously there's something in, in the both of you that you still want to be there despite having already filed. Right. Um, that's what I get a lot. You know, people are, have already filed or already fed up and they are just really on their last leg. Right. But nobody near 15 years, but I would definitely will want to explore, you know, what her family history is, what her parental history, you know, her, her parents uh, history is. Yeah, um, It doesn't sound very healthy. Own. Right. Absolutely. Because after 15 years, I mean, if you, if you haven't let me in by now, it's probably not going to happen. Especially when I've given Ooh. you my all and I've dedicated myself in the manner in which I did to you and, your situation. That
0: sounds so helpless, though. I mean, help, ho- uh, hopeless, hopeless. <laughs>
10: Unfortunately, <laughs> after
0: that. Well, you know, one thing that I, you know, at this point, I agree. It's it's pretty serious if if yeah. after all this time, um, things haven't changed, and you know, and and while this may not be the best analogy in the world, um, when I read this, I thought about okay, so there is basically a cancer in your marriage, mm-hmm. and it's festering, and it's been festering for for fifteen years, yes, and if if you have a loved one who gets diagnosed with cancer and their thing is nope I don't have it I don't have it and they're in total denial at some point you're probably gonna drag them by the heels and say you're gonna take your leap to the to the doctor and you're gonna get this taken care of mm-hmm. and it's all or nothing and right. um and and I think that this might be the point in this marriage where it's it, it's we are going to go through drastic measures or I'm going to go through drastic measures as a husband to make sure you get this help. So this cancer does not, destroy Absolutely. our marriage. Um, and so if you think about it in that sense, what are you going to do to make sure that that loved one gets the care that they need if it was a cancer? In the same sense, what are you going to do to make sure that your wife gets the care that she needs as if this is a cancer? Um, it's that extreme. Right. You know, at this point, you if you sit on your hands, um, it's going to die. Right. You know. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. So, um, it, it, so whatever drastic means that that is, if that means that I am... I, I'm going to move out of the house for two weeks until, I don't know, whatever, you know, your wife. Right. So whatever it is gonna, that's going to jerk her to life and say, yes. okay, you're right. I'm going to do something. That's what it's going to take. So, Absolutely. um, but we have to go to a break. Um, I see there's a few comments. Uh, so I definitely want to make sure that we get those in. Uh, so stay tuned and we'll be right back. George,
1: George y'all need anything else? Sensation station network. See ya.
0: Alright, welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. And so, we're talking about, um, you know, when relationships reach, reach that point, we had a um, a letter come in from a husband who was concerned because his wife just has a hard time um, receiving love. Uh-huh. And it sounds like also giving love. And uh, Lena Cruz on Facebook Live is saying, vulnerability is what love is all about. And I agree so much with that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't even... It's like invulnerability and love to, they just don't go together.
10: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I agree. But I don't know. I don't have a comment for that one.
0: Okay. <laughs> but I agree I I, I, drew mean, a blank. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, yeah. so I always have a lot to say, especially about that cuz right. that has been my um, frustration. I am probably on the extreme side of when it comes to transparency, I probably tell too much. I'm probably <laughs> as we just, but I, I, I'm such a, when I, and this is not with everybody. So let me, let me be clear that when I do date, um, I'm very selective about who I date. And so yeah. since living in Atlanta, maybe two guys that I've dated in the last okay. six years, maybe, you know, so I'm, it's not <laughs> bad. I've gone out on dates, but not even that many, you know, but I don't, two so in six years, not bad. That okay. How long? I' would just you know that doesn't matter, <laughs> oh. but no but they but they didn't fill up the you know the entire time of the six years. I'm just very okay. selective about how you know who I spend my time with, so by the time I've agreed to spend my time with somebody, then I'm willing to open up you know and and so what I have found is that everybody isn't quite as open <laughs> as I am mm-hmm. um and so so for me vulnerability transfer uh trans What is that word? Transfer? Uh, uh, Vulnerability. The word that means vulnerability. (laughs) Um, Transparency. Vulnerability. I just wanted to see if you're all listening. Vulnerability and transparency are a very important part of a relationship for me. Because I want to be able to just um, talk freely without feeling like I'm walking on eggshells. Without feeling like, oh my gosh, if I say this, um, are they going to... Shut down, you right. know that kind of thing. So right. I, I happen to think that that is a really important um, piece of of relationship success. Um, Cedric Miller is saying it's better to have loved than to not love at all, and um, I don't know, maybe I don't know. <laughs> no, I agree.
10: I could agree with that quote because there's a lot of people who have never felt love and never been able to say those three words and yeah they feel that void in their life you know i want to i want to be able to say those three words as well to someone and actually mean it right um so no that's that's it's uh, reasonable that's reasonable uh,
0: yeah that's reasonable. I, I agree sometimes that heartbreak is man it's no pain it, it, I, I wrote a book on heartbreak and i talked about the the three different heartbreaks that i experienced and so uh-huh. um you know and that's it no more i wrote the book Heartbreak is done.
10: No more <laughs> so, heartbreak.
0: No more for the rest of my life. I'll be been, good.
10: Have you have you been seen about those heartbreaks?
0: Have I been seen about them? Yes. Okay. Yes, I even talked about that. Um, I, you're talking about therapy, right? I
10: feel like I'm the only person who has not gone to therapy, and I'm a therapist. I know I well, need to Well, that's because y'all. I
0: think. No, go ahead. No, 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 no.
10: No, because <laughs> more, even most therapists I know go um, to Go to therapy and have had a therapist. It's not that I'm against it. I know I need to go. I will go. (laughs) Um... I just I feel like I'm I feel like I'm the only person who has not gone to therapy at this point. Oh. That's, that's, I need I need to do something about it. Yeah,
0: that. you need to go to therapy. I'm,
10: I'm an outcast. So, <laughs> that's, that's bad. That's bad.
0: <laughs> well, because being on the other side and having that experience, you know, it's is a cuz I I'm a life coach and so I I get to see what it's like to be the person who's not the person getting help and it's <laughs> <laughs> And then I get to see what it's like to be the person right, who is getting help. Right. It is such a different experience on the I other have, side I've of had those thoughts yeah um,
10: you know i'm the therapist and i see you know so many people you know throughout the year and to be on the other side you know basically a colleague mm-hmm. if you will uh or may not even be a colleague but it's still we're still in the same city yeah um, yeah um you know, what What would that do to me and my reputation? And, and probably um, nothing. It's just probably just all it in my head. wouldn't do nothing. I'm yeah, sure don't pick
0: a colleague. Go in. It com- wouldn't be a know. colleague.
10: I couldn't okay. go to a colleague. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> even so, you know, my, I mean, my name will eventually be out here if it's not already. And um, I think about that. Well, if you
0: ever want to tell all your business... Um, to a therapist or a life coach you can come on the show and you tell us all of it tell us all of it and we'll, we'll do the therapy two hours is not live enough. Oh. <laughs> Two hours is not enough
10: but i would because i don't care i
0: would <laughs> well hey i certainly be would back for that because i want to know well we're, we're gonna go to break um, when we get back we're gonna talk a little bit more about uh some social media etiquette <laughs> all right.
13: Now we come to the
3: special feature of our program. Sensation Station Network.
6: Great leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special, qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world make a positive change in yourself and the world go to academyofcreativecoaching.com
12: well i finally did it my student loan is totally paid off what what about our plan to win the lottery and start living you know travel the world on matching yachts wear enough jewelry to require a bodyguard vacation on the french riviera and then buy it you
9: know we're never going to win the lottery.
13: When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at FeedThePig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs, the Georgia Society of CPAs, and the Ad Council. Thanks
12: for asking, but I'd rather not send you nude pictures. I'm camera shy. I already said no. Under my clothes, I'm a robot. My webcam is broken. I'm worried they'll get passed around school. I have a rash. I have nudophobia. I have lizard skin. I'm a vampire, so I don't show up in pictures anyways. You're badgering has really killed the mood when someone is
9: pressuring you to do something you don't want to how many ways can you say no before they get the message let us know at that'snotcool.com. brought to you by the ad council
5: are you thinking
3: about getting your ged diploma well here at the ged pep talk center we've got a number of pep talks that can motivate you
9: sometimes things don't always turn out the way you want them to you know
3: that feeling people look at you and don't believe
9: in you you want some gentle
3: encouragement
12: then you're on your way to your GED diploma and a better life.
3: But I know
7: they are probably just a little bit nervous.
3: You can find it in yourself to take that first step. You can improve your future. You can do this. I oh, know you can.
4: You need to start pushing yourself.
3: Now get your game face on and take the first step towards a better life. Hurry up. Don't make me repeat myself. Whatever level of motivation you need to get your GED diploma, we've got a pep talk that's right for you. Call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org for your pep talk and find free GED classes in your area. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education, brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. I am an American soldier. I'm a warrior and a member of a team. I serve the people of the United States and live the Army values. I
9: will always place first. I will
3: never accept defeat. I will never accept
9: defeat. I will never
0: quit. I will never leave a fallen comrade. I am disciplined.
4: I am disciplined. Physically and mentally tough. Trained and proficient in my warrior tasks and drills. I always maintain my
3: arms, my equipment,
8: and myself. I am an expert and I am a professional.
0: I stand ready to deploy, engage, and destroy the The enemies
8: of the United States of America in
10: close combat. I am a guardian of freedom and the American way of life. I I am an American soldier.
1: I am an American soldier.
10: I am an American
3: soldier. I am strong. They're strong. And there's Army Strong. See what it takes at GoArmy.com. Primary election. Lack of diversity. Ask
9: prices.
0: Michael Jackson. Trending topics. All right. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. Uh, so the, we're in the second hour. And I didn't even realize we're in the second hour. We're talking love and relationships and baggage and all that great stuff. But I have to give you some of the trending topics. At the first part of the hour, we talked about the presidential election. And we looked at um, also, what was the other one? Janet Jackson. Yes. So here's another one. Uh-huh clowns have you heard about clowns which ones the clowns The clowns you haven't heard about the clowns i haven't are you afraid of clowns a lot of people are afraid
10: of clowns i'm not afraid of clowns.
0: okay well if you're (laughs) afraid well if you were afraid of clowns in the past now is the time to really be afraid of clowns
5: afraid of no ghosts
0: okay because what's happening apparently Uh uh-huh I'm seeing more and more reports about clowns terrorizing people in places like Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, my, uh, Wisconsin, journalism. Alabama, Florida. What, the what are clowns doing? are popping up like in the woods. There was a report of clowns in um, South Carolina. I believe it's South Carolina. Follow these two little girls home. Just looking at them. There's a, a clown. Just standing in a corner in the shadows, watching this woman go to her car. I'm talking like this is not in one location. This is like across from s- the Midwest down to s- Florida. So, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so, let me just. This is scary as heck, y'all. Reports of clowns terrorizing people in South Carolina started in Mm mid-August. One woman reported seeing a middle-aged white man in a clown-like facial makeup Mm -hmm. and red hair standing outside the laundromat. The woman told police the clown stared at her as as she walked out, but he didn't speak or follow her. So it's kind of like that kid in middle school who's like sitting next to you and they're pointing right at your nose and they're about half not even an inch away. And like, I didn't touch you. I didn't touch you. I yeah, mean, cause, yeah, yeah, so what yeah, can you yeah. do? You can't call the police. And say clown was looking at me. Right. You know,
11: right. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: um, in another report, children reported clowns were trying to lure them into the woods with money. Residents of the Fleetwood Manor apartments in Greenville, South Carolina report, reportedly received letters from property management, encouraging them to abide by the apartment's 10 p.m. curfew and not let their children walk alone at night because of clowns. And so this is happening all over. Um, Like I said, um, I think we saw that one about South Carolina. In Georgia, Mm -hmm. LaGrange police in Georgia said that they they received several calls about clowns in wooded areas trying to talk to children. So not only is it creepy that we're talking about clowns, we're talking about clowns in the freaking
10: woods. First of all, who has time (laughs) to put on um, on this makeup with this rubber nose (laughs) with these big A shoes on? To same, some people. Uh,
0: no, people clearly, are folks are getting a kick out of it, though. People, are bored. Um, At one point, the middle school was under lockdown because of creepy clown reports. Um, Georgia police arrested two people and uh, for allegedly making false claims um, about clowns trying to lure children into the van because the official didn't find clowns. Mm-hmm. Why would you arrest? There's clown reports all over the the, the up and down the. Right map so right um, so okay, September 20th the Facebook page was created fueling fears in Georgia The page said clowns would be driving to local elementary, middle, and high schools to adopt children. To abduct children, the Grange Police Department off, um, obtained warrants and arrested four people that they feel are responsible. In Mississippi, a clown call um, was made that turned out to be true. Police Chief Kenneth Hampton said he saw someone wearing a mask and a multicolored wig, overalls around 11 p.m. Um, the person was wearing what looked like a machete, ran away after seeing the patrol police. The person in the clown outfit has not been seen since. Maryland. The Salisbury <laughs> Police Department of Maryland recently investigated two reports of clown sightings. Callers said that they saw three people dressed as clowns hiding in the bushes and jumping out to scare people. All three reported to wearing clown ma- clown masks. clan Was that a Freudian slip? Uh, with orange and blue hair. Probably not. <laughs> um... Virginia. The Augusta County Sheriff's Office received numerous calls regarding clown sightings in Virginia. Blah, blah, blah. Is Um, this a cult? I don't know what the heck's going on, y'all. Florida. A woman reported seeing two clowns last week in New Victoria Park. The problem is that someone dressed like a clown could scare someone. blah, 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 blah. Pennsylvania. This week, students at York College and in Pennsylvania reported seeing people dressed as clowns. Ohio, a woman, (laughs) Tennessee, right now, metro um, schools, high schools in Tennessee are closed down because of clowns. What is going on, (laughs) y'all?
10: Be careful out there, y'all. Be careful. careful. That's all I can say. I... clowns I, I, I don't know yeah. people are bored People are very I don't very even know bored, if it's bored
0: obviously. it just sounds kind of deranged and it very sounds kind of
10: very bored and it sounds like it's a
0: and Halloween is coming up and so what if this is like some kind of thing leading up to Halloween I'm, yeah. my daughter wants to go trick or treating like I'm thinking I don't know I <laughs>
10: yeah. Yeah, we, I just, we do a Halloween part. We doing a Halloween part again this year. You all are welcome to come. Well, that's but, yeah, your, but so but, but, that's but, a man, safe
0: space then. I might be there. Yeah, but, yeah
10: I'll be outside, but no. yeah, no clowns gonna be allowed. Know,
0: man, I don't know. Yeah, well,
10: yeah, maybe I'll, be, I'll dress like a clown. <laughs> no, just for a clown.
0: <laughs> Get arrested. Yes. But no. If I dress like a clown, they'll think I'm one of them. and They won't mess with us. Exactly.
11: But exactly. anyway,
0: speaking of clowns, yes. uh, we're gonna talk about. The whole idea of being our authentic selves in relationships and dating versus wearing a mask. So, yeah, I had to have a really good segue for that one. Sounds good. We'll be right back on the live exchange.
3: Well, you'll see what happens. Sensation Station Network.
4: Coming to Tampa Bay, I said, we want to win a Super Bowl, and I believe we will. From IamSecond.com. We came close, but never really did win that championship. Former NFL head coach Tony Dungy. At the end of my sixth year, I was fired, and it was one of the biggest disappointments of my life. Next year, I'm in Indianapolis, get to the playoffs, but get knocked out again. And for the next couple of years, it's the same thing. Everyone is saying Colts are never going to win one. And I did wonder, why didn't it pan out the way I thought it would? But I determined that I had to have Christ first and that everything else came below that, including my own desires. The next year, that ended up being our year to, to go to the Super Bowl and win it. And it was a wonderful feeling. Every decision I make, I'm going to make it through the lens of Jesus Christ. And he guide us to that ultimate victory. I'm Tony Dungy, and I am second.
9: Did you know that Lions Clubs International has been collecting used eyeglasses for years? Lions members take the donated glasses, classify them by prescription, and redistribute them to needy people all over the world. Each year, over one million pairs of eyeglasses are given to those who may not be able to afford proper eye care? Take a look around your house. I'm sure you'll find at least one pair of glasses that no longer fits your prescription. Someone, somewhere, can use those glasses. Lions Clubs Everywhere urge you to take the time to find your old glasses and then take them to the convenient drop-off sites in your community. This message brought to you by Lions Clubs International.
12: Uh, 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 ah!
0: Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. And today we are talking, it's complicated, the baggage and benefits of postmodern intimacy. And I have not yet told y'all what postmodern is. I mean, I did tell you, but you didn't know that that's what I meant by postmodern. And basically by postmodern, I mean this generation of us who are now the first to to be willing to divorce Mm -hmm. as a mass (laughs) group of people um, because we just aren't happy in our marriages in past generations it's well you know we got to stick it out society says we got to stick it out our church says we got to stick it so we're we're gonna stick it out this generation is like heck no if I'm not happy I'm out you know this is the first generation that is um, taking childbearing in their own hands if I don't have a spouse whatever I'm gonna have a child on my own this is men and women you know who are who are doing this I just read an article about a man who could not find a woman that he thought was suitable for him and so he had a surrogate you know, get pregnant, have his babies, and they're twins. He's raising them himself. So so this is what I mean by postmodern relationships and love, because we are just in an era that's very different from anything that we have seen Mm -hmm. in the past. Um, So we're talking about that, and we have Darnell Blocker here. He is a licensed professional counselor. Mm -hmm. He is an author. Would you mind telling us a little bit about your book? Okay.
10: So we're finally um, republishing God is Man, Love is Woman. Um, I have to first say, you guys, this is the most patient woman I have <laughs> ever met. She patient. is no, I'm just patient. <laughs> Between her, you two, Miss Caroline, you all of a sudden the most patient <laughs> people because I can finally be in a headspace to um, finally have this book republished. God is man, love is woman. Um, by and large, the book is really just, uh, from a man's point of view, his take on and his Step by step of how he fall in love with a woman and how and his emotions of men are not persons who really like to share their emotions at mm. all but we ha- we have them in our minds and we have them in our hearts we just may not tell you about it
0: why okay I, <laughs> your book will tell I, us why it, it, it's a masculine <laughs> thing
10: um you know may, they don't like to real be in touch with their emotions and it's common <laughs> it's so fun. It, it, it's common um, but emotions it, are fun it is fun <laughs> um but some men just are i, I, I won't say men uh, some a lot of men are not into um, really, just sharing the emotions in it. So, I really just just put a, put together a book. I used to I wrote a lot in college and after college, and really it's just a journeys of you know how how I feel when I found love, how I feel when I'm in love. Uh, if we break up, this is how I feel uh, from the breakup of the love it's um, that
0: whole evolution the of whole love evolution found, of love. love lost and then love and, and re
10: found again yeah absolutely it. and it's all told through um In a poetic fashion.
0: I love it. It's awesome.
10: It is really awesome. So I'm happy finally It's uh, not for the squeamish. It it took it took a (laughs) long time for me to get in the headspace to again have it republished because she's been so patient. I cannot say that enough. (laughs) Well, for those of you who don't
0: understand the context, I I have a publishing company and um, he worked through our company. Yes. And and and
10: I, I literally we have been trying to get this together since Two thousand and fifteen. <laughs> um, and so finally. Yeah. finally, finally. And that's finally. a pro- you know, and
0: publishing is a process. Even when um it, well, even when w- w- often it's the author who's not patient. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so, very patient, it's yeah. just me. It's been <laughs> but, me. But you know, publishing does take a while. It's yeah, I'm it's humble the enough to say it's been me. It's been yeah. me. So yeah.
10: we are finally here. Awesome. Yes. Well,
0: I'm going to make sure that I post um, an image and information about how to buy the book um, as soon as, you know, the show is over. So you all can get information about that as well. Yes. Uh, without further ado, though, I need to give you all, you know, the good scholar that I am, a little bit more research.
13: In the interest of science. 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 science.
0: Okay, so so the theory that I want to talk to you about today, I love theories, you know, because they try to explain some of the phenomena that we experience in life, you know, why do people cheat? Why do people do this? Why do people do that? And so I have to say that in a lot of my relationships, I've experienced this phenomenon of being totally faithful. And having the guy, like, swear up and down that I have to be cheating. And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm, like, 100% into you. Why are you, you know, no. Cheating isn't even, why do you keep bringing that up? It's not even in my brain. Well, there's a theory to explain that. Mm, Okay. (laughs) And it's called Psychological Projection. Okay. This is by um, Sigmund Freud, one of our favorites, right? All right. (laughs) Um, And... Psychological projection is a theory that um, means that humans defend themselves against their own unconscious impulses or their own qualities. Mm. So for those people who have um, who I've mentioned who have accused me of cheating or were swore up and down I couldn't be that faithful, we're doing it themselves. Mm. So they're projecting their own behavior and their own mindset onto me because it's the only way they know how to think. So naturally they assume that I must be thinking the same way. Right. So. Um, so, let me see where I was. So, a, a person who is habitually br- rude, for example, may con- constantly accuse other people of being rude. Um, and it incorporates blame shifting. So, whether or not they actually see that they themselves are rude, they blame. The other person for mm-hmm. for the rude interaction. Um, Freud later also came to believe that projection did not take place arbitrarily, but seized was seized on and exaggerated to... Um, mm-hmm. They seized upon and exaggerated an element that already existed on a small scale. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm 100% faithful, but oh my god, I have to be cheating. So it's yeah. not, maybe you're... Um, curious about other men, or maybe you've had a conversation with another man. No, 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 no. no. It's all the way to the extreme, Mm -hmm. you know, of cheating. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Projection tends to come more in the form of um, normal people at times of crisis, personal or political, um, and it's more commonly found in neurotic or psychotic personalities. But... It doesn't always have to be that extreme. Um, those kinds of things happen even with um, in religious communities, um, and th- there was some research that pulled looked at religious communities um, and like the witch trials, for example. Um, people who did this or that, they're killed, they're burned at the stake, but they're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. Okay, it's just that other okay. people are projecting it onto them to uh-huh. put less attention right. on themselves. So, these are things that happen in unhealthy relationships all the time. And, and you know, and in a mild scale, it probably can happen in a relationship that's not necessarily all unhealthy, but, but when this becomes kind of the, the pattern of the relationship, you know, that's definitely um, a warning sign. Um, so, some ways that this manifests, this mm-hmm. whole projection, psychological projection, is through victim blaming.
10: Uh-huh. Yes. So
0: the huge. victim, yeah.
10: Very huge.
0: The victim of someone else's accident or bad luck may be offered criticism. Well, why didn't you do that? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you, you know, um, we come back. when have to talk more about this, but I'm going to get through um, projection of marital guilt. Thoughts of infidelity to a partner may be unconsciously projected to somebody else, which is what I was talking about. Bullying. A bully may project his or her own feelings of invulnerability onto others. Um, projection of general guilt, and then projection of hope, which is a positive one. Mm-hmm. Um, a patient may sometimes project his or her own her own feelings of hope onto the therapist. So, um, so I want to delve into this. Um, we we gotta go to a break, let's. and we come back. We're gonna talk about this whole idea of psychological projection. Right awesome. <laughs> George, yeah, not need anything else.
9: Okay, so just type the job website address here. That's it. Then you enter what job you're looking for there.
15: Electrician.
2: This is Peter. Recently, he got help going on the Internet for the first time to look for a new job.
9: Okay, then you just hit search and...
2: In the past, Peter's gotten work through people he knew, but he heard there were more jobs online. There we go. These are all for me. Uh huh. Really? He had no idea just how many.
4: I can't believe it. This one looks good.
2: Peter is thinking the internet might be for him after all.
9: And this is just one website.
4: Wow. Why didn't I do this sooner?
2: See what the Internet can help you do at everyoneon.org or call 1-855-387-9166 to find a free training class near you. Brought to you by Connect to Compete and the Ad Council.
14: It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And at the end of the day, the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. So United Way is asking you to make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because when a child advances, we all advance. (laughs) Be a reader, tutor, or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge now at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Adopt Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting.
15: You've accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline.
6: Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. No, 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 no. Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within? Oh. Um... C. Look
15: on the bright side.
9: <laughs> Less time blow-drying, more time texting.
15: Or D. Show empathy.
9: Mom, you really don't have Ta-da! to... Ta-da! Twinsies! I kind
14: of love it. (laughs) As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same.
15: For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Hey,
3: parents. Finding it hard to communicate with kids in today's world of ever-changing slang? Hi, son. Excuse me? Introducing the Communicizer. Just strap non-toxic Communicizer to your mouth and go from boring old man speak... Oh, you know, I'm here if you want to talk. ...to 100% off the chain. Text me whenever, yo. It's that easy. Thanks to Communicizer, I'm relevant to my kids again. I mean... A uh, fly, boo. And now when you buy Communicizer, you get the auto-tune attachment free. Sounds so hip-hop, your kids will want to talk to you for hours.
10: I used to have to walk three miles uphill to school every morning short day. I love you, Dad. I love you too, son.
3: Communicizer is not available in stores because it doesn't exist. But that's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Because kids in foster care don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUsKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council.
0: All right, welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm glad you're joining us. I'm here with Darnell Blocker, licensed professional counselor, and uh, we're talking about it's complicated about love and baggage and all of that and uh before the break um just did a little bit of um talked about the research um and the theory we looked at was psychological projection and that's basically projecting your own issues Mm -hmm. onto somebody else and thinking that they have the issues that you actually really have um and one of the ways that manifests is through victim blaming um is that something that you've seen
10: i have seen it um i've seen it with uh individuals who've been sexually assaulted okay um i think it's really big there and I think we all know it's pretty big right um, you dress a certain way so you're asking for it yes that's um, yeah um, you looked at me or you talk a certain way so you're asking for it you shouldn't have done this your parents should have done that mm. with you um, and that doesn't that certainly doesn't help the victim because and I agree again I, I, I am for women's rights to the sense that you should be able to dress the way you want to dress mm-hmm. without being harassed right I don't have to deal with um, someone, be, uh, someone bashing you uh, strictly for you you wearing the way you uh, you dressing the way you dress mm-hmm. so um but it is
0: huge. Well, and, and, and rape and sexual assault is huge in, uh, you know, even in countries where women are completely covered up. So, yes. it has, you know, it has yes. nothing to do with it. and Absolutely. You know, it's just
10: a rapist is sick a mind. Nece- someone that's going to assault you, they're going to do it regardless, regardless of what you have on, right. obviously. Right.
0: So. Absolutely. Well, it's interesting because um, I, I it makes me wonder then, in that particular case, let's take sexual assault. What is it that they're projecting onto the, the victim? What is it that's in them? That that makes it so important for them to blame the victim.
10: I've I've just seen it, and what I've had the couple, the two and three, because um, I don't get a lot of um, individuals like that uh, mm-hmm. too often Um, because I I know for them it's it's very hard to even speak about it, let alone go see someone about it. So um, it takes a lot of courage when they do it. Mm -hmm. So uh, from what I've seen, again, and that's why I use the analogy of the clothing, you know, I was just merely wearing a sundress Mm -hmm. um, without any straps. And, you know, he followed me and we dealt with it the way, you know, he ended up doing what he's doing to me. And I I felt this way. And, of course, once, and, and she was actually able to bring him to justice. Wow. Uh here, um because it was caught on camera. So she was able to you know, they was able to it, it took a long time. But in long story short, it was just, you know, you shouldn't have worn what you wore. You should have covered up more. You should have That's what you, she's you, been told. Right. And make you, sure let's sure you people make, who
0: just came in don't yeah. think that's what you're saying. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. This is what the
10: victim was told, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And um
0: for what's their issue? There has to be some issue That people Who and, and say that it didn't that come that out What their particular yeah. issue
10: was It was just that she They felt like They had a conversation At a bar mm-hmm. And it was a mutual Decent conversation But nothing beyond We were dating Or exchanging information But I mean The people like who
0: that. are critical Saying she should have Wanted to listen more than that No
10: this was the person Who actually did the assault Oh had that to
0: say Had that to oh, say God. about her You That's know we had a
10: conversation We shared some drinks At a bar We were strangers And you know You were being friendly I'm being friendly and basically, because of how she was dressed and her having been.
0: That was their rationale. That was their wow. rationale. No, so rather, it was
10: your fault for me Wow, doing what I did to Rather
0: you. than I have a problem.
10: No. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. didn't come out that they had a problem. It was the mere fact that you were dressed the way you were dressed. We had a good conversation. We were getting ready to part. But at the same time, he felt obligated that we should stay in touch. But she wasn't interested. You know, mm-hmm. we were just here sharing a drink in a common area. And she was looking and smelling good and he dealt with what he did because yeah. he felt, I guess he felt, you know, teased or whatever the situation wow.
0: was. Well, see. And again, and, and that's a that's a power move. That's about power Absolutely. control. And so when I hear people say things like she shouldn't dress like this, she shouldn't address like that. Right. Um, my thing is, so you're projecting your ideas of what maybe you think you would do or right. or what you think should happen to a person who right. is just that way. So to me, that tells me that you have the problem, right? not the other Absolutely. person. And so, when we're projecting those kinds of things or when people are projecting those things on us, we really have
10: to look deep into, okay, wait, we're where is where, this coming from? Yeah. Where, where have you gone through? Right. And, and most times it's because these individuals have dealt with some type of sexual trauma themselves. themselves yeah. So it's that. And they may have been told cycle. the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that ongoing cycle. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Well, um, this the next, well so one of the things that I you know there's so much to cover today and I have a couple of people who have made comments um so James wrote a while ago said you know he was talking about the the development of their relationship. Yes. Um and we talked about how people fall in love too quickly or yes. we don't take the time to do our homework. James said the beginning stage of our relationship was pure friendship. We built a strong friendship over the years. We learned then to how to communicate without condemnation and that has been amazing for us. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. That is fantastic. Shout out to you, sir.
10: <laughs> Keep it going.
0: And when I read that, I was like, well, good for y'all. I have to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And that's only because I would love, I would have loved to have um, had some of the men that I've dated approach it that way let's be friends let's build that strong friendship let's be patient with this process i agree with and that. to me it's like duh that's the way it's supposed to be but that doesn't it just you know doesn't always play out that way and maybe it is a matter of as james is saying um focusing in on those that are friendships and allowing those to yeah. you know to develop
10: and grow i agree with that yeah and that, that's a testament to what i was saying you know Let's build this foundation. Let's get to know one another beyond this honeymoon phase. Right. Um, let's see what we do and do not like about one another. And if, if it's tolerable, let's pursue. Yeah. You know, let's, let's proceed on.
0: So how do you do this when you've got... Uh, You know, a lot of bad, and I'm curious to know, um, you know, from James Roach, Natasha Roach, um, whether or not there were these extreme levels of baggage that existed and, and how you were able to handle those through the years. And so I'm, I'm sure having somebody in your life as a friend is going to make that a lot more, um, Reasonable or a lot easier to do with somebody that you're hot and heavy with in the bed every other night. and You know when you're hot and heavy in the bed with us. Yeah, and that's not my experience because I am a celibate virgin, so that is not my experience. But I am just saying that I know people. (laughs) I know people (laughs) who who have hot and heavy experiences, and and I can only imagine that it would be very difficult to. Mm Focus and think straight when, especially, you know, if the sex is good, nothing else matters, you know. Right. Um, So I agree. That's how you play yourself. That's how you play yourself. And, you you know, and speaking of celibacy and sex and all of that, um, I've been paying attention to, I've always kind of liked the show Fix My Life um, with uh, Ian La. Oh, my God. That show. Right, that show. And so, though there are many. Uh, violations from per the coaching federation um, for her style and how she handles things. Um, It is quite entertaining. And in the purpose of entertainment, it's, it's, it's entertaining. (laughs) But um, so with that said, there is this last week's episode. I had a group of girlfriends come over and we got in our pajamas and pulled out our wine and had crackers and cheese. And we, Watch the show and, and
10: cry over in Yala.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, and and we watched it actually back to back twice because it was just we just wanted to discuss discuss. And so what happened this week is, um, and, and what's happening over the last several weeks is she has what's called the House of Healing, mm-hmm. and she's dealing with um, this whole angry black woman syndrome. Yeah, where and she's yeah. digging into it's a it's a it's a myth, but she's digging into the women who have been called angry black women to find out what are your backgrounds, what are the things that have actually caused you to to earn this label. And right. let's dig into that and learn about it. And so this week, she had those women who were joined with black men who said, we don't date black women, and here's why. So, I, I you know, I, so I want to talk about how that went. And before right. we do that, we're going to go into the Balance Challenge, yes. and then we're going to talk about this conversation between the black men and between these women. Okay. so Let's balance. do it. Yeah.
6: Balance with Dr. Pamela.
0: Dr. <laughs> well, so to this week's challenge is to study a positive relationship. Okay. And so as on, on the show, Fix My Life, these women, they're all coming with their baggage. Yes. The men, I would argue, are also coming with their baggage. And we're slapping together people with baggage. Yeah. And nobody has really taken the time to learn and understand what it means to have a strong, healthy relationship. So my challenge for you this week mm-hmm. is to study a positive relationship. Okay, as we know, there are no perfect relationships. Some may have overcome infidelity, financial hardships, loss of loved ones, infertility challenges, substance abuse, PTSD, legal issues. If you watch the show, all these people have all these issues going on. Um, And but for every relationship that is crashed and burned after these challenges is another relationship that managed to make it through and thrive. So my challenge for you is to find a relationship that has managed to thrive. It doesn't mean that they're perfect or that they have no problems, but they are committed to building and growing from their challenges. And I want you to interview them. I want you to you know ask them questions. And if you don't have any questions in mind, think of ask them, what is it that they overcame? What almost made them quit? That day that they were like, I am out. What happened that day and what happened to actually make them turn around? What kept them going? Who were their role models? What strengths did each of them uh, contribute? And my favorite, which superhero (laughs) do they perceive their partner to be? You've had time to think about it.
10: I, you know what I do not know <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I'm, I don't know I know my wife's Favorite superhero Is Storm Of X-Men Roro Monroe Oh so, I like Storm
0: I, uh,
10: <laughs> Now the sto- Now the Halle Berry Storm Is not the right storm Because I right love one. X-Men And I'm a mutant too But if you watch The 90's Animated series is a good example of what a what true, um, storm truly is. She's okay. a philosopher. She's from Africa. Oh, she, she has She's accent,
0: cultured, all I of love that. It. I love and and we
10: still throw lightning bolt at you. So
0: well, so so your challenge is to find a couple that you're you're able to deal, delve in and, and talk to these things about because we see so many examples of failure, hopelessness, pain, destructive behaviors, and relationships, and we need to be proactive about uncovering the other stories, yes. the good stories that exist out there. Um, so think about that. And we're to come back with some fix my life stuff when we get back
3: on tuesday november 8th this country will make one of the most important the most important the most important decisions in its history you have a chance
1: you have an obligation
15: to be a part of that decision you might think it's not important you might think you're not important
3: but that's not true
6: we can't say one vote doesn't matter
3: your vote matters
6: your vote matters it affects everything
3: we're all in this together That's why the most popular or memorable actor is the last one you see. Really? Yeah,
12: really. Thanks for asking, but I'd rather not send you nude pictures. I'm camera shy. I already said no. Under my clothes, I'm a robot. My webcam is broken. I'm worried they'll get passed around school. I have a rash. I have nudophobia. I have lizard skin. I'm a vampire, so I don't show up in pictures anyways. Your badgering has really killed the mood. When
9: someone is pressuring you to do something you don't want to, how many ways can you say no before they get the message? Let us know at that'snotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
3: I am an American soldier. I'm a warrior and a member of a team. I serve the people of the United States and live the Army values. I will always this first. I will never accept defeat. I will never
6: accept defeat. I will never quit. I will never leave a fallen comrade. I am disciplined.
4: I am disciplined. Physically and mentally tough. Trained and proficient in my warrior tasks
8: and drills. I always maintain my arms, my equipment, and- I'm an expert, and I'm a professional.
0: I stand ready to deploy, engage, and destroy the The enemies
8: of the United States
10: of America in close combat. I am a guardian of freedom and the American way of life. I am an American soldier.
13: I am an American soldier. I am an American soldier. I am strong. There's strong, and there's army strong. See what it takes at GoArmy.com.
1: Cheddar's a cheese and a large soda. That's ten thousand and twelve dollars. Please drive around.
2: Wait, ten thousand what? It's
1: obvious you're buzzed and driving.
2: I've only had a few. I'm fine.
1: Yeah, the food's twelve bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around ten thousand dollars in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in.
3: Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
14: Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting.
15: You accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you a line things up a centimeter from her hairline?
6: Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh no, man! No, 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 no! Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player b get spiritual mom where did all the mirrors go a reflection could never capture our true selves huh beauty is within um
15: c look on the bright side
6: less time blow drying more time texting
15: or d show empathy
6: mom
14: you really don't have Ta-da! To- twinsies <laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same.
15: For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
3: JBT 700 Miami Circle 30324. It's not a chain, it's a chain reaction.
15: Invest
8: $49 a month at a real gym. For
7: more go to facebook.com forward slash jeans
8: body tech Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of our United States. Most people know him as a man of great wisdom and vision. What many don't realize, however, is that when it came to finding late model sedans at government auctions or even looking up a zip code, Mr. Lincoln's wisdom was sadly lacking. In fact, the citizens of that day knew it best not to even ask. Fortunately, now there's firstgov.gov the official place to turn when you need information about federal, state, and local government. Whether it's how to get a student loan, renew your passport, or even apply for a small business loan. All three of which, as numerous historians have noted, were remarkably absent from Lincoln's Gettysburg address. So go to firstgov.gov. Who knows? If Abe had it in his day, he could have checked out an auction and traded that drafty log cabin for a nice condo on Maui. Firstgov.gov. A monumental source of useful information. Well, I finally
2: improved my credit
8: score.
7: What? The band is about to be discovered. Rock gods don't need to worry about credit scores. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, make ridiculous on-tour
2: requests, tragically break up and blame creative differences. I'm not banking my retirement on a band
13: that's never left your garage. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at FeedThePig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs, the Georgia Society. Society of CPAs and the Ad Council. Great
6: leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special, qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com.
0: All right, welcome back to the live exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and uh, before the break, and I'm sorry for the for the bron- you know the long break. You guys are looking at me like, what is going on? Yeah, you know, I'm a mom, so we got stuff that happens behind the scenes sometimes. But we're all good. Children's children are all good. All one of them that I was <laughs> dealing with. And I have two, but the one okay. is the one that I yeah. Okay. So, but anyway, no, um we were talking about Ianla, the the Fix My Life show and all of that and I kind of set it up to let you know that there's there were basically eight heartbreak broken women who have been pinned the label of, you know, angry black woman and then there were eight men that were invited to the show, black men who have declared that they don't date black women and they came to talk about basically why they don't date black women and how they perceive um and really they each got to talk about how they perceive each other which i really love that because i mean that's kind of um my whole goal with women wine and wisdom is to allow men and women to come together and talk about what what's going on between between us and and our issues and but what's interesting is so the women who live in this house they have to abstain so you know so let's talk abstinence you know um According to Iyanla, sex is the way that we dull our senses to escape the physical sensations in the body. And during that time, it makes it more difficult to heal. Mm -hmm. So she is asking the women to to not have sex with each other, with themselves, or with anybody else. (laughs) Who said that? Iyanla's words. No sex with each other. She said, yep, she said, no sex with each other, yourself, or anybody else. So they are they are abs- well i don't know if they're abstaining but they have been asked to abstain love
11: it stop
0: <laughs> and so and and i actually think that i don't think that's a bad idea at all i'm i'm actually like i said a virgin and celibate and okay maybe not a virgin but i understand how you can get you want
10: to see if my viewers see, <laughs> see me.
0: but I, I understand though the importance of how you can clear your mind and kind mm. of get yourself reset yourself really yes um after you know whatever situations that you you're coming out of so first of all is 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 abstinence or celibacy um and celibacy is more of a a, a long-term decision you know certainly um is that a realistic goal or a realistic endeavor for 30 something 40 year olds 30 uh, something or 40 something year olds who have been married divorced have experienced sex are dating um is it realistic and i know and i know maybe for some it is and some it isn't i just love to hear the therapist's point of view
10: <laughs> it, it can be realistic yes it can be realistic it it rely solely on one's will to be committed to their own healing and what it is that they're attempting to accomplish by abstaining from sex mm-hmm. um it it can be very it's it's, it's it could be realistic it could be a realistic goal and thing to be involved in without any parameters or um time limits to how long it, you know it takes for you to heal and get to your point of finding your own clarity as far as when it comes to men and relationships and your own um shortcomings and things that you're trying to rectify in yourself so
0: you're saying it should have a time limit or a kind of window uh, i I
10: would say without a time limit it it shouldn't be a time limit to it it shouldn't be a time limit to it
0: so Uh, indefinitely it could be indefinitely i may never have sex again ever
10: if you can, if you can rely, if you can stick to <laughs> if that, you can live with that. If you can stick with that, but I don't, I
0: won't say that now. I, I, yeah, if you
10: can stick with it, I don't <laughs> think. Honestly, even if you were a a nun, I don't know if that's really realistic. That you that one is not able to have sex. No ever sex with
0: again. each other, yourself, or anybody else.
10: Especially with self. I mean, because that's a natural human you're thing. You're with yourself all the time. Right. Right. So I I think it's very natural, and I think it's. Oh, did
0: you just kind of go there with nuns? Having sex with themselves,
10: ah! I, I, I do think so. Oh, that's a topic. I think I do think so. Absolutely, I stand <laughs> on a topic. that.
0: But you know what? And it really shouldn't be as a taboo as I'm making it sound. I'm like middle yeah, school, especially like, not in today's society. Because we no. are human, and we have we have desires but, and we have needs. Though. Absolutely. So, um, however, I guess the whole idea is that they're supposed to be denying themselves of those needs, right? To the extent of which that takes place, I guess, as an individual, it's thing. It's, it's possible. I mean, yeah. I
10: do know someone that. Um, you know, who has not um, been involved in any type of intercourse with self or other in the last four years. And she's very st- strong and firm in that. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she saved herself for marriage. She's been very strong in that yeah. um, thing. And she's very serious about it in her faith and in her, you know, for her own self. So I it's certainly her. possible. I
0: commend her for that. Uh,
10: but for life. Uh,
0: for life is a lot. For life is for life a life lot. Life a life four years is
10: one thing. And that's a long time, too. But for life right that's that's infinity that's that's
0: I would like uh, for me personally again here I go you know diverging I, I would like till marriage I would love that I, I have always wanted to do that every relationship I've always wanted to so I'm like that's where I'm at now. I'm like, you know what? I would love to try that whole. I think it's easier for women thing. to do
10: that than a man you so?
0: I, I, um, oh, are you kidding me though like I don't 40s don't it's, I don't think and it's that that are, I about easy the for 40s is because 40s is like the sexual peak for women Right. And I am like almost 40. so uh, I don't know.
11: I don't know. Yeah, yeah, my prayers. <laughs> yeah, my
0: prayers sister. Pray for me. Yeah, my prayers. Pray for me. Um so but so that was one part of the show. The other part was was the part where the men were talking about, you know, the basically how they see the women. And there was yes. one guy um in in particular um who Coro is his name and he has locks and all and you know. But I thought that he was very he, um Reasonable and rational, and in rational mm. in the way that he um, talked to the women. You know, he did, and he did say, you know, we hurt too. We've gone through things too. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. And, and I don't know who damaged you is the words that he used, and that bothered a lot of women when he said that. I don't know who damaged you, but the fact of the matter, ladies, there is some damage that has been done. Yes, and we can't get mad everybody every time somebody says that they see
10: the damage, right? My question would be is how long are you going to hold on to the damage? Are you going to allow the damage to define you? Are you going to allow the the, uh, damage to be a part of your experience of your own growth? And how are you going to deal with individuals going forward?
0: But how do you you know that the damage is there? So let's say you were born with asthma and you never really have breathed well. How do you know that you have that when you've never felt what it feels like to breathe a whole entire breath? You know how do you how do you know unless somebody tells you?
10: Between someone telling you and not only between you, someone telling you, between you seeing it and others, and then you, I think we all have that that self awareness of we know when we're this is different.
0: So when you respond to something maybe with a, a higher level of defensiveness than is necessary, that might be a trigger. That might be a, a might clue, be a, right? Like okay, there's something up with that. Absolutely, yeah,
10: absolutely. I mean, even with the asthma you have that self-awareness of why can they uh, run longer than <laughs> I can but even you may get to a point where you kind of you may you might I don't know with asthma because I felt all sciences except for psychology <laughs> every science I failed, but so I'm saying this in, 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 in high ignorance and saying <laughs> with asthma you may get you may grow out of it I don't know right. if it's possible again I'm saying this in, 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 in being very ignorant to it and then You just know it's different in your breathing. Uh So I think, again, that self-awareness, you just know that this is Something's different right yeah. well
0: i mean because there are the, the the things that these women talked about going through and i kind of regret that and i'm hoping maybe with this episode we can hear what some of the men have gone through Absolutely. you know we heard a little bit here and there but the women went into some great depth about the the sexual abuse that they had and one of them was eight years old mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. endured sexual abuse abandonment from their father rejection from their mothers and you know and you're taking all of this mm-hmm. and into a relationship and yes. sometimes the only way that they are told basically that they quote unquote have asthma is by hearing things like oh angry black woman angry black woman or rejection after rejection after rejection and I guess at some point you finally start to ask why do you see me as an angry black woman and why do you see rejection and I honestly think angry black woman is a huge mischaracterization um, because it's not just that they are just merely angry, just for the heck of it.
10: Right. And what society needs to know, and what we need to know, and what men needs to know is sexual uh, assault and 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 child molestation to men and males is just as common. Yes, it is as it is in women, uh, and it's just, and, is, and it's equally okay to talk about it and free yourself of that uh, trauma as it is for a woman. But men, we. We we pack it in, it's we sweep so it on the road. And man. then that's when we become very angry, we become bullies, we become statistics in society, all because of something that we refuse to direct ourselves towards and and discuss
0: well you you men are are chastised it it doesn't necessarily
10: mean that you're homosexual because you were right you know uh molested if it was by a man Um, no it's just something that happened to you innocently
0: has nothing to do with your sexuality but uh, you have no choice in it
10: but that's the stigma and that's a thought process that a lot of men do have and and it's okay to talk about and it's okay to deliberate yourself about
0: and it's just not that so easy though and that's the thing like we no, have it's not we have uh, you know not. a woman on this side who has experienced you know sexual assault and all of these things and then the man experiencing some of the same things neither one of them talk about it they come together mm-hmm. and wow what kind of union does right. that result in absolutely so
10: i you taking the same chance. The women take the exact same chance as a man would take when you divulge the information to try to again free themselves from this trauma that we that they have dealt with. The men go through the exact same thing, but men are just so big on not wanting to be judged um, accordingly. Well,
0: um, and it goes both ways. When, when a woman tells, like the woman in the show, she told, and she was um, basically her mother said to her, you must've liked it because you didn't tell me, you know? So when you're dealing with that kind of, you know, toxic relationships, how can you step into something, you know, that's healthy, you know? And so, how do we bring this together to end this? (laughs) There's so much heavy stuff, you know? And so uh, I just want to close with a quote by Parker Palmer. And this is really kind of about being our authentic selves, being who we are. Mm -hmm. The deeper our faith, the more doubt we must endure. Mm -hmm. The deeper our hope, the more prone we are to despair. The deeper our love, the more pain its loss will bring. These are a few of the paradoxes we must hold as human beings. If we refuse to hold them in hopes of living without doubt, despair, and pain, we also find ourselves living without faith, hope, and love. And what that basically means is that we have to be willing to feel. Don't Mm -hmm. deny your feelings. Don't Mm -hmm. numb them. Feel them so that what you can do, um, so you can do what you must to heal, to grow, to advance, and to walk in your purpose. No healing or growth comes out of what you cannot allow yourself to feel. Whether that is the joy, the pain, the love, or even the fear of your experience, we need each other. But the only way we can truly be there for each other is by speaking our truths. So that's only like scratching the surface. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So where can we find your book, Darnell? Darnell.
10: Where can we find my book? We can book? find
0: our nails book where can we at find Barnes my book? and Noble, Books a Million yes. Amazon. Speak on it. Yes, and so it is
11: coming. <laughs> yes. And so
0: I will post information Finally. about it. Yes, thank you for tuning into the live exchange we yes. exchange compelling dialogue around love, politics, and intellect. Join us next Thursday from eleven to one right here on the Sensation Station. We'll be talking relationships and money with author and wealth empowerment speaker Terrell Dinkins. I'm Dr. Pamela, and remember, it's your life. Love it. Thank <laughs> you.